Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Welcome to this new episode of the Living Clutter Free Forever podcast. I'm Caroline and I'm a KonMari consultant and professional organiser. If you haven't listened before, I live in Germany, but I'm originally from the UK and I have a husband and three kids aged 15, 13 and 10, two cats, two rabbits and a dog called Whiskey. There is never a dull moment at ours. When I moved to Germany 17 years ago, I didn't speak any German. And if you do the maths with my eldest being 15, I still couldn't really speak any German when I was pregnant with her. Luckily, I had Ralph to go to all my appointments with me to translate. But it's still a scary situation and so frustrating not to be able to ask the questions you want as you think of them. I had this one crazy situation when I decided to take myself off to pregnancy yoga classes at the hospital where I was going to have my eldest. Everyone was very friendly, but I lay there listening to the teacher's lovely calming voice, not understanding a word. In hindsight, I'm not sure why I thought it was a good idea to go in the first place. Anyway, towards the end, she turned the lights down and we lay there and she just kept repeating this word. And I had tears trickling down my face because I just felt so frustrated and stupid. Luckily, no one noticed. And when I got home, I asked Ralph what this word was. It turns out it was breathe. This filled me with terror. How was I meant to go into hospital and give birth when I didn't even understand breathe? In recent years, a wonderful non-profit organisation has been established called Afloat. Their sole aim is to offer support to international pregnant and new mothers across Germany through the ups and downs of motherhood. They're doing such amazing work, providing support groups, information and resources and educational events. They're doing such amazing work providing support groups, information and resources and educational events with a special focus on maternal mental health. Their goal is to help international mothers stay afloat and feel supported through pregnancy and beyond. This week, I'm holding a seven days of giving giveaway. It's offering you the chance to enter and win wonderful prizes. But for every entry, I'll be donating one euro to afloat to support the work they're doing. So what can you win and how can you enter? I know you want to know. I'm giving away a copy of Marie Kondo's beautiful new book, Karashi at Home, worth $24.99. A three-hour online consultation with me, worth €210. And a place on my new online course starting in January 2023. The winners, 
three of them will be announced on Sunday the 27th of November. So if you're listening after that date, and we're in 2022 in case you're listening much later, I'm afraid you've missed it. To end though, if you still have time, click the link in the show notes or go to my bio on Instagram at caro.thor and click the link there or visit my Facebook page at Caroline Organizer and look for the link in one of this week's posts. Good luck. So on to the topic for this week's podcast episode. Last week, Marie Kondo launched her new book, Karashi at Home, and I have to say it looks beautiful. Definitely a great coffee table book, but also a really good read. So I thought I'd use this podcast episode to review it. It was really interesting for me as a Conmari consultant to read it through, and I have to say it doesn't disappoint. So let's start off with the preface. In it, Marie says, tidying is far more than putting your house in order. It has the power to change your life. Okay, sounds like a bit of a grand statement, but I can actually attest to it. Eight years ago, in what feels like a former life, when I first read her book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying, it really did change my life. And I see all the time with my clients, especially those who complete the Tidy Festival, where every category is completed, that tidying has this amazing ability to free you not just of belongings, but also the emotional baggage that you've been carrying with you, as well as helping you discover what really brings you joy And very often, that is not just the material things. Marie goes on to say, By repeatedly asking yourself what sparks joy and what doesn't, you begin to see what matters most to you. And this is so true. I absolutely love chapter one. It's titled, A Dialogue with Yourself, and begins by asking you what you would like your ideal lifestyle to be like. In Japanese, the word for lifestyle is karashi. She ponders the idea that ultimately your ideal lifestyle refers to what we do, not where we live. So it comes down to how you spend time in your home. How would you like to spend time in your home? What would you love to be able to do? This is a question we ask our clients before we start the process of tidying using the KonMari method. We ask them to visualize their ideal lifestyle. Once you're clear on this, it's easy to work towards your vision. I've had clients who've always wanted to have somewhere set up for yoga or painting or a kitchen ready to cook amazing meals in or just not wanting to feel like they're always tidying. And very often they visualise having more time to spend with their family without feeling like they should be doing something else like putting away the washing. Through tidying, you will often find that you have more space than you thought and that the space you have functions better for you. Plans to move are often put on hold as we rediscover a joy in our homes. She makes the point that with a little inventiveness, you can transform the space you're currently living in. The chapter goes on to get you thinking why you're wanting to tidy up. Are there blocks you're trying to overcome? There is then a section explaining the KonMari method, whether tidying is stressing you out, if you have set a deadline for tidying up and when you plan to start. At the end of the chapter are two questions which are answered really well. They're both questions I hear often from clients. The first is, my partner's messy and I can't keep my home tidy. What do I do about this? And the second is, what if everything sparks joy? 
I love that this book is addressing the things that we all ask and want to know, and the answers are great. Chapter two is called A Dialogue with Your Home and Possessions. What personality does your home have? Can your things breathe, or is everything jammed into a space? Of all of your belongings which you have, which have you cherished the longest? Are there things you love and keep without realising why? And did one of your things click the instant you saw it? It's asking us to really think about why we have the possessions we do, and if we show them the value they deserve. Chapter 3 is Visualise Your Ideal Home. Here she looks at areas of the home and how you can visualise how they would be in an ideal world. She looks at the entrance, living room, kitchen, workspace, bedroom, closet, bathroom, garage, outdoor space. I loved that the outdoor space was included. I think people so often don't consider it. Chapter four is titled Your Joyful Morning. And it's about developing a morning routine and good habits and how to do that. Okay, I have to be honest here. In the last couple of years, I have read so many books and attended so many trainings where they talk about the need for having a morning routine. I have tried. I love the idea of it. But the reality is that my alarm goes off at 6am. I literally leap out of bed and wake up the girls. Then I go downstairs and get their breakfast on the table while emptying the dishwasher and making a pot of tea. At 6.15, I might need to remind them they were meant to get up. And then they get themselves dressed, they eat their breakfast, they brush their teeth and they've left the house by 6.35. I then have 10 minutes for a cup of tea before I have to wake up my son and we leave the house at 7.30 to go to school. I get home at around 8.30, feed the cats and rabbits, eat my breakfast, and by then it's 9am and I really need to crack on with some work. At what point am I meant to sit and meditate, or journal, or do 15 minutes of yoga? You might have noticed there wasn't even time for a shower in my current morning routine. Anyway, Marie sounds lovely, And it's something I can aspire to, probably when I'm retirement age or the kids have moved out. But until then, I will try her recipe for miso soup, which she has for breakfast every day, but we'll be having it for lunch. Porridge is the most I can manage to conjure up at 6am. Chapter 5 is your joyful day. And this includes ideas like teaching your children to tidy as part of playtime, keeping your work life tidy, making time for creative outlets, make time for movement, treasuring the relationships and social activities that spark joy in your heart and giving back to the community. Now this I have to say is where I think I do really well. My work life is organised even though it is a little ad hoc. I would love to have better systems set up for getting things running a bit more smoothly. When my kids were little tidying was always part of playtime and for the most part it's paid off now they are older. I do make time to do creative things each week and I actually include this podcast in that. It brings me so much joy. I go out for a walk every day, rain or shine. I have whiskey to thank for that. I try to plan in at least one social event each week and Ralph and I are trying to meet up with friends every other week on a weekend evening so that we get more time together away from the family. And I've also been blessed in the last year to have met two wonderful families from Ukraine who we have been able to support and who we now count as friends. I love getting involved in anything going on in our village that has a community element. With Christmas approaching, we're going to be involved in some really fun events. 
And now comes chapter five, your joyful evening. Here there are lots of recipe suggestions for healthy evening meals and Marie suggests getting back to basics. She also suggests taking a mental retreat through meditation and relaxation, developing an evening ritual and a daily gratitude practice. Now, at the start of this episode, you heard about my current morning routine. So let's just say my evening routine is also a work in progress. So at the end, the conclusion of the book is that you should live a joyful life with what you have now. And at the back are some brilliant ideal life worksheets to help you visualize your ideal morning, day and evening. I use similar things with clients before we start work and they really are helpful. So it's crunch time. Would I recommend this book? I would. I loved it. Even if you've read her other books, there is so much new content in here that it really doesn't feel like it's repeating itself. I love the focus on visualizing your ideal life. It gives you something to aim for. It's not advocating perfection, although the beautiful photos do make it look like an Instagram feed. It's advocating finding a balance that works for you, and more importantly, a life that sparks joy. And as I know all too well, This has nothing to do with things being perfect. I worked out a long time ago that isn't maintainable. Well, not for me anyway. But there is nothing wrong with imagining how you would like things to be and taking baby steps towards making that a reality. And this book provides workable ideas and suggestions. So don't forget, you can win a copy of this beautiful book by entering my seven days of giving prize draw this week. You can click on the link in the show notes or go to my Instagram page at caro.thor and click on the link in my bio. The competition closes on Sunday the 27th of November. So why not give yourself the chance of an early Christmas present and enter? Share this episode with a friend and let them know that they can win too. Thanks for listening again today. I have really appreciated having you here with me. Until next time. If you have enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organizing tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Caroline Organizer. Thanks for listening and I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after.